Hi, I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection. The connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I wanna hear your stories. I wanna share your stories. So good, good day, Delene Allen, network equals net worth. I am thrilled to introduce you to Ariana Elsie McNally. Ariana supports business owners to create sustainable companies by building a strong foundation for growth. This allows owners to build businesses that thrive for the long-term, fulfill their missions, and create the type of business that they've always wanted. Ariana has spent almost two decades in sales, operations, and professional and personal development while helping companies of all sizes build stronger structures. She works with leaders from the business owner to management team members and even those that don't have titles yet to expand in their leadership capabilities. Ariana's clients have represented industries such as financial services, insurance, creative services, advertising, consumer product, food services, aerospace, travel, education, technical services, and many more. As a certified coach, she is passionate about helping others live into their unlimited potential. She coaches clients in Canada, the U.S. and internationally. She lives in Halifax, NS with her husband and two children. And one of her favorite things is getting outdoors to take in the beauty that Nova Scotia has to offer. I am thrilled to be able to share with you this amazing woman. So Ariana, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dailene. I'm very happy to be here. I'm it's all about making connections. And, and Ariane, you just have such a light about you and an energy that we know you've got to love what you do. But I always say there was a beginning to that light. So tell us all about the early part of your life. Oh, my heaven. So going um, way back, <laughs> not too far back. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, you know, I, um, gosh, I, when I grow growing up, um, I didn't really have a clear picture of what exactly I wanted to do. I wasn't one of those kids that always thought, oh, I'm going to be this when I grow up, or I'm going to be that. I just went with the flow, and I had uh, a great upbringing and involved in lots of activities, um, drama and dance and some sports. So really um, a lovely childhood in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Um, and, you know, I remember getting to uh, high school and getting to that point where, you know, you have to start thinking about university and, and you know, what those next steps look like. And, and I had, you know, I was a great student and, and um, fortunate to have um, some options. I think at that time, though, you know, um, if you were pretty decent academically, you, you, you know, a lot of kids went into the science stream of things. So I had applied to go to Dalhousie and, and was accepted for a Bachelor of Science there. Um, and I just you know, I, I, if things were set and I just remember feeling a little unsettled 
about it all. And I couldn't really put my finger on it. And like I said, I had, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do past university. So I remember sitting in grade 12, sitting in class one day, and I was in my chemistry class with an awesome, awesome teacher. Um, but I just remember sitting there and watching the experiment in front of me and thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this for another four years. Um, so I raised my hand and asked to go to the bathroom. And I walked down the hall to the guidance counselor's office and asked for another application to Dalhousie. And I decided then and there, I was going to apply to get a business degree to their Bachelor of Commerce program. And so something inside me just clicked. It just clicked, you know, and as soon as I made that decision, I knew it was the right, the right decision. So I went to Dal, awesome program. Um, it was a co-op program and I, I just loved it. It was where, where I was meant to be. And I grew up with watching my dad walk out the door every day in his suit and tie and a briefcase. And I think the only thing, while I say that I didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up, the one thing I knew I did want to do was dress up in business clothes and carry a briefcase to work. <laughs> so, so I think that that was my way of, or my intuition telling me that that was the path. And so while I don't carry a briefcase today, um, I get to dress up in business clothes, um, but that I've never looked back. That was definitely the right path for me. So well, that was the beginning of my journey. Exactly. But it sort of sounds like between your mom being a realtor and your dad being in financial services, you had the opportunity, number one, to learn financial, uh, financial information and likely had a better grasp than most young people did of what the world was. It's one thing to make a paycheck. It's another thing to, to also invest in your future and things like that. And then with a mom as a realtor who likely didn't you know, work from home and kept different hours, you got a real education in business without even knowing it. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. And, and it's interesting. Uh, you know, we were chatting before, um, before this, this conversation. And I think those are, you know, only can you make those connections really looking back. Um, and I remember her being out, you know, after school or out in the evenings or out in weekends um, and understanding some of the demands of, of um, you know, sporadic, you know, you, you act when, when there are things taking place, right? And, um, and even um, watching my dad as a financial advisor, you know, there, I, I remember, you know, observing when things were great and when things were not so great and just understanding there was a cyclical nature to all of these things. So yeah, I was getting, um, I think a real world, uh, education <laughs> without even realizing, realizing it. And um, yeah, and, and I actually started when I graduated from university, I went to work in financial services um, with Merrill Lynch at the time. So I got a taste of that world as well, um, because it was what I what I knew. And that's still even though I don't work in that area. Now, it was a really great foundation for my learning and put money in context. People get very emotional about money. Um, so it was a, it was a great learning experience. Well, and, and when you think of that, 
um, of going to work for Merrill Lynch on top of the education that you already real life education from your parents because of what they did and what you saw that certainly leading into coaching what a phenomenal foundation when it's one thing to coach but when you understand finances to me that's the marriage of the two most important things that we're ever going to do what do you mm-hmm. think oh absolutely absolutely and and i would say actually um i have to credit you know, again, looking back is, is so valuable. Um, it's, I, I moved around to different roles um, after university and getting a, a Bachelor of Commerce degree. Uh, I went into financial services, then I went into marketing, then I went into sales, um, and then I, I taught sales, and then I was in operations and management. And, you know, when I look back, I thought, my heavens, you know, I have this varied career and it just didn't feel like it. I was thinking, what's the point of all of this? You know, I remember thinking that as I was going through it, I didn't really have one pathway, one profession necessarily. And I always thought, oh, I don't know what to do with this. But when I, I apply all of that learning to my coaching now, it's as if all those pathways, it all brought me to this place where I have a really nice view of overview of so many different concepts and so many different fundamental areas um, of, of business and, and how um, a business grows and to, to help my customers and to apply to the work I do. So now I'm, I'm, now I'm, I am so appreciative of the varied experience that I have. Well, and what, what you've just told me, I learn, I always learn things, I love this, but you're so holistically, you've mm. got every angle covered for your clients as you coach them. Mm. But I think your story of how you actually were drawn to that. And again, maybe sometimes we're taking this route that's a little bit like this, but you were searching, weren't you? I was. Yeah. I was. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so tell us about soccer, your son and... <laughs> So, so yes, we were, we were talking about this story. So about mid-career, um, I was at the, so I, I was taking my son to soccer. He was about six years old. I was in Halifax at the time. So early career, I had actually moved to Toronto for, for 10 years. We moved back um, and I just started chatting with another mom there and you know as we were watching our kids and we we you know hit it off and and it was you know great conversation we decide decided to have coffee and so we went and had coffee um you know a few weeks later and and it was at a point where I was had been working in a corporate career for gosh maybe I don't know almost 15 years at that point and I had been doing a lot of traveling and I was just starting to feel like I might be ready for a change. I was maybe ready for the next step, but I couldn't figure out if it was me ready for a next step, or maybe I just needed a vacation, (laughs) or maybe I just needed to think about things a little differently. So I had all these thoughts going on in my mind at the time. And so I was expressing some of this to her and just sharing. And she said, you know, and she just made this comment. She said, um, have you ever thought of working with a career coach? And I just looked at her and it just felt like, yes, that's what I need to do. And she just, and so I left 
caught the coffee and I went home and I Googled career coaches in Halifax. And that set me on a brand new path. It set me on a multi-year journey. Um, I started working with a career coach and I was just so um, in awe of the process, how transformational it was. And it was an opportunity for me to answer all the questions that had been swirling around in my head. I got to find an answer for myself. Um, no, I just didn't just need a vacation. <laughs> it was actually time to evolve and, and move on. Um, and but in that, I didn't think that coaching would be the path necessarily. But when I went through the exploration and found the threads of um, the threads that connected all of my experiences, it happened to be that I, I was most fulfilled when I was working with people um, to help them in their personal or professional development. Um, that's really what it came down to. And that's how I landed on coaching. And wow. so, and being a, uh, experiencing it for myself was just phenomenal. So I, um, that's, that's how it started. And so I started to shift my corporate life. I started my training and, and decided that's what I wanted to do. And that's how I started my business. So, wow. and it was just that chance coffee. But you never know where a connection can lead you. want to introduce you to Angela McCabe from Intuity Performance. Shifting from a mindset of balance to harmony, when the goal is to balance work and life, that assumes both are mutually exclusive. But as we know, people don't work that way. The lines between work and life continue to get blurred. Rather than have your team balance, strive to create harmony. How can we approach performance from a whole person perspective? Because your organization's people don't fit one mold. They have their own set of experiences, strengths, weakness, communication and working styles, which demand a corporate culture that is inclusive and open to action-oriented conversations that promote teams to elevate current strategies and processes. We've created the whole person performance approach to action the gaps between personal and professional growth that positively impact the company's bottom line through HR workplace training, coaching, and facilitation. Ange McCabe from Intuity Performance, a harmonious team uh, spirit at your workplace, contact Ange. She will create magic for you. Okay, so you said something uh, earlier about you taught sales. Mm -hmm. okay. I did. I now, did. one of the things, because to me, it's as honorable to sell as it is to buy, and we'd be not sitting on a chair with clothes on if somebody hadn't sold us something. So teaching sales, when you taught people sales, you likely experienced a lot of different emotions from people, did you? Oh, absolutely. Hang-ups, fears, reservations. And I could see you going from sales with all of your other background in realizing that people just need individual, personalized coaching. What do you think? 
Mm-hmm. That's an interesting connection. Yeah, that's an interesting connection. And so I, you know, when I taught, um, I had uh, a lot of uh, students in my classes that were quite nervous about, you know, they had embarked on this journey, um, but some of them were brand new to sales and just learning for the first time. And then I had some others that were quite experienced, but, um, you know, and, and they were concerned that they didn't have a traditional sales personality or, you know, they had had a bad experience at some point with, you know, a sale. And, and that's what I, I, you know, people who, um, say I can never do sales. Um, I find that that's commonality. They've had a bad experience or something like that. But what I, what I said often to the students in the class is that there's a buyer for every personality. And you're, and you're so right, Daylene. It's, it's really about connection. Uh, I am an introvert. I am not a, I'm going to do air quotes, traditional sales, sales personality. I did very well in sales because I saw it as a way to connect with people. And I was able to build very strong relationships and become business partners with a lot of my clients. Um, and so we were collaboratively looking at what, you know, what did they need going down the road? So it was not a... Um, yeah, and so you can bring your own approach to sales. Sales is really about, you know, I see it, it's about service. It's about um, providing people with what they need. And I think where you can get, you know, and maybe where people get um, bad impressions is when you're in situations where people don't need what you have. <laughs> yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and that's why I so believe that no matter what you do in life, a quick sales course really is effective communications. Really? It, it's right? foundational. It has served me so well in every single position I have been in since. They are, trans, they are uh, transferable skills that are um, so incredibly valuable. I didn't realize it at the time, but now I'm so thankful I had oh. that again, as my foundation. And that's what I saw in people. Anybody can sell anybody. It's about making connections with people. Well, and, and here's the other thing that I find. If you will make a human connection first, like having the cup of coffee with your new friend who totally pivoted you to think a different thought, take a different action and do what I believe you were called to do. Cause that's why you are so good at what you do. One of the top three coaches, right? Top three. Um, it's because you're a good listener, mm -hmm. right? You, you know, to ask the questions, people love to talk. If you ask the right questions, you, you'll get to them really discovering that they need you more than they think they need you in any situation. But here's the other part. You're a mom. You sell every day. Yes, you are going to wear your boots. Yes, you are going to wear your winter coat. Yes, you are going to put those mittens on. Right? We just don't look at it as sales. Now, uh, a mom getting their child a yes, eat your lunch is, you know, perhaps a little bit more aggressive than we are in the, in the real sales situation, but it's still sales. <laughs> yeah, and those clients aren't always buying <laughs> the boots. <laughs> Not at <laughs> all. Or the, or the hat. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, again, sales, good or bad, it, it, the world would stop if we didn't. 
But yeah. I see how you've taken really what you were born to do, which was you wanted to be a business person, get dressed up and walk out the door with that briefcase. We now just call them beautiful purses or whatever. But um, the amount of experience that you have in so many different aspects must make coaching people just so much more rewarding. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, it's rewarding when, um, oh gosh, there, I mean, there's so many ways I'm fulfilled by, and it, it sounds corny to say, but I really am. I do love what I do. Um, I, I find it rewarding when somebody can do something that they didn't think that they could do. Exactly. That is very rewarding for me or finding a path through, you know, we, when we're doing new things, which is a lot of what growing a business can be about doing a lot of new things, a lot of resistance comes up, a lot of fears come up, a lot of um, just challenges. So working through that with a client and seeing them on the other side of those challenges is extremely rewarding. Yeah. For, for both parties. And again, win-win. When you can do win-win, everybody's happy, right? But yeah. again, thinking of the direction that you took, um, and again, with all of the different experiences, um, and again, this is why your light shines so bright, because you found what you were, you were meant to do. So was there anybody else that at one point or another, you know, on that journey might have pivoted you? Or... It was just a matter of you listening, because I think sometimes we don't do that. Listening to, is this really what I want to do? Mm -hmm. I mean, for anybody at the age you were in high school, to put your hand up chemistry class and go to the guidance counselor, you go, this girl knows what she's doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> you know, that's so interesting. Um, I think you, you hit on um, a really interesting point there. It's, it is about listening to yourself. Uh, and when we can take time out, well, you know, when we can just make space for that through our careers, through our lives every day, that there's, there are answers there. There's guidance there. It's a matter of listening. Um, and I didn't always listen and I didn't always know that those answers were in there, but at certain points through my career, I did find it and hear it there I do want to you know you asked is there's anybody else that that impacted my career absolutely I would say I have to go back whenever I look back on my career I have to look back at when I started at so I started in finance and then I went to marketing and then I went into sales for an agency of a very large corporation but the agency was a smaller offshoot agency that was my first foray really into sales. And um, it was trial by fire, jumped in both feet. It was 100% commission, selling in downtown Toronto to small businesses, selling technology. It was really, truly <laughs> trial by fire. Talk about fear and, you know. Um, so, but that, I learned so much in that role. But I, the first, so I applied for a job and I can't remember if I was, encouraged to apply or apply I don't know but and and how I met this individual but he actually became my first manager at this larger corporation the parent company and 
this manager, I really learned so much about sales. I learned so much about business development. And I learned a lot about what makes a good manager. And he, um, he was probably my first unofficial mentor. I didn't really know much about mentors, you know, back in my late 20s. Um, but I really observed how he led his team, how he um, showed up as a leader. I learned so much from him. And then he really, um, he encouraged me, uh, you know, to look at other roles and progress my career within, within the company. And each time I did that, he was, um, he was an advocate for me. You know, he was a sponsor. So a sponsor is, for anybody who's not really familiar with that term, is somebody who advocates for you when you're not in the room. So in those HR meetings or those management meetings when people are talking about their staff and their career trajectories, he would advocate for me. And so that was, that was, a, big, that was a big deal uh, for me at the time and really gave me the confidence and um, I, yeah, I guess really just the confidence to go after different roles within the organization. And that's how I went to, you know, to selling professional services, technology to, you know, national law firms in Toronto to, um, to other accounts and then into my sales role and then into an operations role selling to government and, and things like that. So he was, um, um, you know, an advocate for me throughout all those different um, moves and, and career changes. Yeah. And, and what a gift, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. We all, if we all did that a little bit more. Everybody would be better off, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's it just goes to show the impact of a great manager. Yeah, you know, it's um, and unfortunately, and I've worked for for both for yeah. people really still trying to find their way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you learn those not to do right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think everybody can relate to that. But uh, just the power of a great guide. Yeah. Oh, so, so COVID has given us a chance. Not that we wanted to, but to step back. And I think for many people, especially solo entrepreneurs, they're so busy working in their business. They don't have the time to really kind of look at the big picture and tell us what coaching can do to really stream that and, and likely not that much time. I think sometimes it's like, oh, what do I have to commit to? And you want to go, no, 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 commit to it. And that's when the magic happens, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. We, we do get so busy that we're working in and, and just sometimes we don't um, take, make space to, to pull our head up and, and work on the business. Coaching is an opportunity to do that and to step back. And it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't take, um, you know, in terms of time commitments, I meet with my clients, it could be anywhere from once a month to twice to three times a month. It really depends on, um, you know, the, the capacity of my clients and the time they, they have and how quickly they want to move forward towards any goal that they might have. But it's one of the great things about coaching is that it offers an accountability I become an accountability partner in a way, because if you know that you're meeting with your coach um, next month or next week, um, it's a great incentive to, to do a couple of the things that you thought you might want to do um, before you, you meet with them. Um, 
that doesn't mean that you shouldn't show up to your coaching if you haven't done them, because we'll talk about that too. <laughs> That's, you know, I'm not there to, yeah. I'm there to encourage and support. Um, but it's, it absolutely is an opportunity to spend that time on you. Um, business owners can get really lonely. It's lonely, but, you know, building a business, um, especially if you have teams, sometimes you just want to talk through things and not everybody in your circle understands, you know, when you start talking about things. Um, so as great as your partner might be, or a friend might be, um, you know, it's, they, they don't always understand. Um, so having a coach can, can be a great place to talk through things without judgment, without, you know, um, and it's always completely confidential. And it's an hour or the time, the coaching time is an hour to devote just on you. You know, speaking as a client, I've worked with so many coaches for me um, throughout my career um, since I worked for that first, uh, worked with that first career coach. Um, as a client, there's really no other place where you can get an hour or 30 minutes or 45 minutes to just talk about you. <laughs> it's almost, it almost feels indulgent, um, but it's so valuable. You know, well, and I would call you like a GPS. There are a lot of people out there that don't know where they're going and then they end up God knows where, where you get them on the path. And I'll tell you, I can tell if somebody has a business coach because there's usually more work-life balance. Do you find that as well? Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There is, you know, you, you talked about a holistic, um, <laughs> you used that, that phrase earlier. Uh, we, I, I do look at that with a lot of my clients is, you know, how is all of this fitting into who you are? We take all of ourselves to our businesses and, and home at the end of the day. How is all this working for you? You know, and everybody has a different version of what they want their work-life integration to look like or balance or whatever terms someone might use. So it's really about how is this working for an individual? And oftentimes I find some of the clients that come to me, they're, they're already at the point where they're almost burnt out or they're overwhelmed. Yep. So part of the work in the beginning is figuring out maybe a different approach or reframing what that can look yeah. like or or to find out what they really want because I find a lot of times people know what they don't want mm -hmm. but really you know if you made a wish list of everything that you could have that I don't think people focus on that as much as they could because look at the outcomes that you see people do by being coached mm-hmm that's a great point. We don't spend a lot of time thinking about what we actually want. And I remember, um, you know, and sometimes I'll ask a client, you know, what is what what do you actually want here? And sometimes I get silence on the other end, you know, and, and so and sometimes it's the first time that they've actually thought about it because you're so right. We think about what we don't want, what we don't think that works, what we, you know, um, so it is an opportunity to reframe that and, and really look at, okay, what, you know, what's the goal here? What's the intention? What do you want your life and business to look like um, this year, next year, you know, five years from now? Um, you know, I think a lot of people want 2021 to be different than 2020. So, okay, so 
what does that different look like for you? You know, what do you actually want um, to be different and how can we achieve that for you? Yeah. Wow. Phenomenal talking to you. Any last minute advice that you, you want to add to people? Because connection really is what it's all about, isn't it? It really is. Um, I would, I would just offer, um, offer this and, you know, be open to connection. And, you know, when I think about networking or, um, yeah, yeah. So it's really all about connection. Yeah, it really is. Um, and my advice would be, be open to making connections and, be open to cultivating connections um, around you. So within your network, um, I always like to think, you know, who would I like to build, you know? And then the second question to that is, who should know me <laughs> and my services? You know, if you think about, if you, if you believe in your service or you believe in your product and you're trying to help others or improve things for, for people, then really think about who should know about you, you know, and how can you make connections in that way? So, um, yeah, it, it is about connection and all the things that we talked about, listening, uh, planting seeds, yeah. just being open to it. Yeah, yes. you, can't, you can't grow in isolation. Exactly. Oh, thank you so much. So Delene Allen, thanks for listening to Network equals Network. Everybody's got a story to tell and I'd love to hear yours. Thanks so much for listening. What'd you like best about today's conversations and the connections that lead to miraculous outcomes? Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram and we'll keep the conversations going.